I'd like to do is to present this evening some of the sounds that you hear from the east coast of the United States. Better than we was the last time, baby. Whatever happened to him? Uh, he he made that album Obama's? about how much he loved his wife. And people are like this nigga's quarter. <laughs> he was simping, huh? That was what <laughs> he was like. Yo, chill. We don't need to know all that. Well, good for him, I guess. Acid rap was that shit though. That was amazing to me when it first came out, man. Yeah, that was a solid, solid. Feeling that shit, I wanted to hate it so bad. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Dang it. I gotta sign into the damn Wi-Fi. Oh no. That's booty. That's the booty piece. That's... How you doing, man? Um, I'm hanging on by a thread. I like to hear it. Aren't we all? Mentally and physically. It's all just... It's downhill, guys. Just don't get old. <laughs> Once you get over 40, you know what I mean? It's, it's it. You're washed. <sighs> My brain is like a, a bag of squirrels. <laughs> it's wild up here. How you doing, Fen? Oh, man. Incredible. Just incredible. Like the wrestler? Yeah, Mr. Incredible. Just incredible. Just oh shit, Aldo Montoya. That's our boy. That was my dude right Just there. Just incredible and Lance Storm. Come on. And uh who was the other guy? Uh I'm trying oh, to shit. Think, uh, Not Chris Candido, but it was somebody that looked like him. Um he's an AEW now. Shit. Not Lance Storm. Um Who's another long hair guy? Kind of looked like Jericho. Um, Jericho had a bunch of good matches too back then. Oh yeah. Um, not Jericho though, huh? Brainstorm, think it out for me one second. I'm thinking. Uh, we got. It's not Mike Awesome because he's dead. It was uh, shit. Blonde haired, hair down to the middle of his back. High flyer, really, really dope in the ring. Um, and now I think he's part of AEW Creative. Um, he shortened the hair. Hmm. He he reminded me a lot of a, a young Jericho. Hmm. I'm gonna look him up. Do it. Do it. I just saw that it was uh, Owen Hart's birthday the other day. Oh shit, huh? Yeah. That felt that felt horrible. Yeah, he was another one that was just such a good technical wrestler. Yeah, but did he it was. really get did it really get the shine? You know, he was overshadowed that. overshadowed by the rest of the fam. Yeah, he was on the come up, man. Yeah, I don't know. Unpopular opinion. Um. Oh no, it was just no. These days don't match up. But anywho, um. I was never the hugest uh, Bret Hart guy. No? 
No, I mean, I, I, I appreciated him and everything, but like all of the people that he really feuded with throughout the years, like I always wanted the other guys to win. Like I was more of an HBK guy. Yeah. Always. I mean, not that him and Luger had beef or anything, but like at the time, like I was a big Luger guy over the hitman. The narcissist. Fucking day, man. He hit you with that steel rod. Knock your ass out. I don't uh, know. I don't know. He just wasn't for me. I think I even liked the Anvil more than I liked Brett at that point in time. Um, I recall the wrestler's name now. Hit me. Jerry Lynn. Yeah, I think he passed away. No, no, no. He's oh, still, is he? He's, oh, he's thank God. AEW. Thank God, dude. <laughs> that guy was awesome. He was, a, you hit it right on the head. Very Jericho-like, but I think he could do more even like high-flying type shit than Jericho could. Yeah, he was sick with it, man. No, dude, that guy's good. I'm glad he's still in the biz, too. Yeah, killing it. Speaking of which, um, last week went to New York with Harmonator. Tell us about your trip. Uh, we took the Acela train over there. Ooh, look at you guys, fucking muckety mucks. What a fucking, what a trip. If you ever get a chance, take the train. 130 hmm. round trip. That's not bad at all. Amazing. Beautiful ride, the whole ride. They got the dining cart. You're chilling. They got fucking, it's way better than a plane. You guys are on the uh, Orient Express shit. So dope. Um, fun time. Speaking of that, I saw the new Poirot movie. I'll tell you about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, then uh, took the train up there. We stayed at the Hotel Mulberry, <laughs> which we stayed at before. It's right on the edge of uh, Chinatown in Little Italy. And they had the San Gennaro Festival over there. Okay. And uh, we went over there and hit it up. Got the fucking the rice ball from fucking Lucy. Oh, the old uh, Aaron Genie action. Oh, my God. Fucking uh, we got the Zeppelis, uh, the fucking sausages here. Talk some, to him. Some pizza. We did all the things, man. Then uh, we went over to uh, AEW. Oh, actually, the next morning we went to... Uh, Battery Park, chilled there for a little bit, you know what I mean? Checked out the uh, the old, uh, looked at the old Ellis Island and the uh, Statue of Liberty. Okay, okay. You did the whole fucking night. the touristy thing. Then we went to the 9-11 Memorial. Jeez Louise, huh? That's where I sent you that picture of that Virgil quote. Yeah, the, the foreigners. Oh, that was from the 9-11? Yeah, yeah, he did that, he did that piece at the 9-11 Memorial uh, Museum. Good Lord. And then, uh, yeah, that was a pretty somber moment. I didn't really want to go, but Dave kind of, you know, talked me into it. You know, Dave is. Um, He's a bully. Yeah. So we uh, we did that. Then uh, then we went to the AEW Grand Slam that night. Sick. Where was that? Arthur Ashe. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, did tell right, me that. Right next to City Field. Uh, fucking super dope. Great venue. They got that World's Fair of the fucking... The Puff Daddy video, you know, the Mo Money Mo Problems. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, then, uh, fuck, that was a crazy event. Mox got dropped in his head with a concussion. He got taken out. Freaking uh, Adam Cole fucking hurt his leg jumping off the ramp to come in for MJF. Really? Yeah. It was, people, people got injured. Uh, it was crazy. And, uh, yeah, next day we came back. It was a great time. Leave it all on the floor. Yeah. Um. You did some things last weekend. We didn't have the show because you saw Janelle Monet. Oh, I went to Janelle Monet last weekend. Uh, and last uh, who were the openers? Um, uh, f- f- 
Fly on a boss. Fly on a boss. Yeah. They were out there like as soon as we got to the show and it was fucking dope as hell because they are fucking pure energy. These girls. Crazy. These girls are just crazy. Pure high octane. Like, don't you dare sit down because we're having a good time. And they were great. They had a great live performance. They brought out people from the crowd. Um, I don't really know. It was the first time being at this venue. Yeah. Um, It was at like the MGM something at Fenway. Okay. I'm not sure the name of this joint. But um, it was really nice inside. It was actually it was stupid clean. Um, we just got general admission, but I didn't even realize like how like the seats, how the the layout was. But mm-hmm. it's actually really nice in there. The MGM Music Hall at Fenway. There you go. Yeah. Cool. For those wondering, um, so they were on stage as soon as we got there, and we were there kind of early too. That's why I was a little surprised. That somebody was already on stage, but um, that's been happening to us recently, man. Yeah, a lot more than a lot more than used to. That's wild, but definitely walked in there smelling like fucking Nag Champa was coming <laughs> through the vents. I was like, "What is going on? It yeah. is smelling incenty in here." But yeah. you know, just setting the mood. You know, getting you in the right flavor. Oh my god, yeah. But they were dope. They did their thing. They actually brought out like. They play that hit? Of course they did. And they brought up like six people from the crowd. They were like, who knows a second verse? And so they brought up a bunch of people and like just started it again and like let the people sing while they were on stage and dancing. It was fucking, it was, it was amazing. They were great. And then it was basically boom, right into Janelle Monet. I think Jadena was on the bill too, but maybe I missed him. Or um, maybe he just wasn't there that night. But Janelle I was fine Monet. with that. How was Janelle Monet? Gotta tell you, man. Moved you? It was, it was ass and titties. titties. (laughs) It moved you. (laughs) Oh, it moved me. At one point in time, like, so she had like four dancers with her. Most of them thick as fuck. But like all had like short shorts. Like real short shorts. (coughs) And they all had on t-shirts. Zero of them had on bras. So. This is now this it was, is now a thing, huh? It was just it was just all out there. We were just letting it hang. We were all comfortable in our own skin. And at one point in time, they were doing this like gyrating thing, like back and forth, like all the dancers and Janelle. And even like they she had um three ladies playing the horn. She had a uh somebody on the trumpet. She had a band. Saxophone. Saxophone. All ladies, all dressed the same as the dancers. Thick with it. And they were like, it was fucking mesmerizing because at some point in time, I looked down and go, how did I just get closer? How did I just move like five feet closer than I was before? Yeah, it's And like I didn't when, even uh, feel my feet move. It's like when Bugs Bunny smells the pie cooking. Can't help it. You know? Can't help just, it. It's just <laughs> instinctive. <laughs> uh, but or it's she like was Weekend awesome. at Bernie's when Bernie hears the fucking music. Oh, he can't help he it. He's like, like mm. those legs start to moving. <laughs> He's got to go towards the music, baby. <laughs> oh, but that was a fantastic show. And they, um, yeah, they did great. And I was out of there. I think we left maybe like 11, <laughs> 11, 30. So it wasn't too late of a night. But um, leaving right on like Causeway down by Fenway, they got a new dispensary down there. Okay. Dude, thing was fucking huge. It was like a shopping mall. Yeah. Oh, shit was crazy. But I was like, I was surprised because they were still open after we left the show. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like, late wow. night joint. Yeah. I was like, good for them. You're going to get that good Red Sox money, too. Oh, yeah. Smart move. Yeah, and you get the drunkards coming out Absolutely. of there. Absolutely. Drop that spend some money. Um, that's good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Is that, had, is that why we didn't have the show last week? Yeah. Did I ruin it? Sorry, yeah. guys. Glad you had fun. Glad hey, you had listen, fun. It was a fucking amazing time. Um, I recommend. If you're coming to your city, go see that shit. And it's just like a... How long was she up there for? Good 45 hour. <laughs> Not bad. Hits. Like all hits. I was like, oh shit, I didn't even know I knew this many Janelle Monet songs. This is fucking fantastic. But just like a good crowd too, like no kind of issues, you know. Everybody just didn't there being fabulous. Doing their Sunday best. That's awesome. Grooving. A lot of girls holding Literally hands. on Sunday. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I gotta tell you, there was some lookers in there. <laughs> Woo! I believe. Um, You saw the Poirot movie? The Haunting in Venice? No, not the new one. Oh, you saw that one just came out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it last week. It was, uh, it was meh, you know. The the mystery was kind of wacky. I I thought it was filmed really well. Um, you know, you got your Michelle Yeoh was in her doing her thing, you know, the homie. Uh, but she was in it just pretty briefly. The way they make it in the commercial, it's like she's a main player, and uh, they uh, they got me, they got me good. They flipped it. They flipped um, it for real. I I love the Poirot character, and I love the actor who plays him. I, I forget his name, but it, it, it Vincent uh, something Brana, Kenneth Brana. Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't bad, you know. Not terrible. Worth a watch. Worth a watch, I think. You know, maybe just not at the theater. Yeah, yeah, definitely at the. It'll be better at home, I think. Compared to like those uh, Knives Out movies. Oh, what do you say? Knives Out crushes these movies. Yeah, okay. In every way. All right, hey, hey, it's worth a shot, huh? Yeah. The Knives Out series is fantastic. Did, did you see the both of them? Of course. So good. <laughs> Who are you trying to get crazy with, Essay? What are you talking about? Ooh, random, random thing I just saw earlier while I was at work. Your boy Ursher got the Super Bowl. Yeah, he did, huh? Yeah, good for him, man. I'll actually watch a halftime show now. Is it going to be uh, him alone, or do you think he'll have uh, you know other artists from that era? He'll probably bring out like I can I can definitely see him bringing out Ludacris for yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, because they get a good amount of time. You know what I mean? They get like twenty something minutes, so he's um, going to break out all the stops. Hold on a second here. Don't tell me what to do. I'm trying to fucking log into this computer. It's been so long. It's so long. Um, yeah, he's got yeah, oh my god, I don't mind my boo, even when I boo. Um, superstar, Super- confessions, what? Uh, let it burn. Come love on, love in this club part two. You Co- got a bad? Stop it! You as soon as you got a bad comes on, I'm taking my shirt off. <laughs> burn, <laughs> nice and slow. Baby, tell me what you want, dude. <laughs> Climax. I've been waiting for this for so long. You kidding me? I should got hits, baby. <laughs> you don't have to call. Come on. You know, now, see, now I'm about to start dancing. I need one of them Janet Jackson uh, headphones. <laughs> so oh, my so God. Just get yeah, up yeah. And just start moving. You guys are doing the Rhythm Nation up in this. It's okay, girl. <laughs> now, nah, I should have been around for like 30 years, though, for real. Yeah, since the 90s. Just about, right? Since like for at least like 97. And hasn't really had like a <laughs> decline or anything, you know what I mean? Like he's steadily been fucking Ursher. Always killing it. I'm sure. Don't sleep on him. Yeah, and he was just making uh, some news 
couple months back because he's got a a residency in Vegas. Oh. And, uh, you know, all the celebrities get, like, front row seats, and he comes out and, like, serenades them and whatnot. Of course, and yeah. Kiki Palmer was up there, like, right after she had her baby, looking all thick and delicious. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, should... he got up in there, and then the man had something to say. Oh, he was mad. Mad, mad. <laughs> Big mad. <laughs> really? Why? I don't, think they're, I don't think they're together anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have here breaking up homes. Yo, Roxanne, you got to chill. We're, we're, we're talking over here. Do you think, uh... book. <laughs> Do you think uh, Usher had anything going on, or was it just like a? I think it was just, like just a little flirtatious, yeah, funny like thing, and it ruined he does the whole with marriage. Everybody that's in there, you know, he Some ruins a whole bitch. ass. Yeah, marriage. and yeah, I don't know if they're married, uh, but you know that shit is done. So, <laughs> fuck <laughs> hey. Usher, man, he's that dude. Who would you want to see? Uh, him come out with? Um, I'm trying to think of uh some like feature tracks that he has because he his uh, like you said like that ludicrous joint um bang that'll bang during the super bowl man he's got um the the uh maybe puff daddy alicia keys mm. jada kiss she's fine you got to bring out little john right of course do you think he'll bring out jay-z uh well Jay-Z kind of runs that halftime thing now, doesn't he? I think he I think owns, it's like the, own part of the like, NFL. I think it's like a Rock Nation thing. I, I don't know. I mean, so you could, I mean, all right. Oh, so. you, you put on that, uh, I need a girl to right, right, right. Because you got to get some, some slappers on there with him dancing, right? So they can't all be features, right? Because you had to have the, some Usher solo joints. But then you have to have the. Oh, you know, I forgot that that lovers and friends joint. Ludacris is on that one too. You could just keep Ludacris out there with him the whole time. That's another guy who could fill half of a halftime show. Uh, who's that? Ludacris. Uh, oh, that easy. boy, they Ludacris. Because you know he, um, you know, he could rap, but also he can appeal to you know regular Joe Schmo America. He could bring out. B- He's done stuff with Bieber. He could bring out Biebs. Does he still do music? I haven't heard that name in a long time. Nicki Minaj? He could bring out Nicki? Yeah. She's married to a rapist. Oh, shit. Uh, DJ Khaled, Drake? Yeah. I don't know. I just want to be entertained during halftime. I think he's going to kill it. I think it's good for him. Good for him. What if he brings out Juicy J? I mean... See, now I'm going to have to get... I'm gonna have to get pills for the Super Bowl. <laughs> now we're gonna have to just turn it all the way up. That's fine. I'll make the sacrifice for the team. Halftime get, half getting freaky. Not, are you gonna watch the Super Bowl? Now I have to. Yeah, yeah at least halftime. Now Hershey gonna be there. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You are wearing, she, crazy. You, you are wearing your cap shirt right now. It's Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I like to wear it every Sunday if I can remember. If it's clean. In football season. <laughs> Only during football season. That's so good. Hey, it's a it's a conversation piece. Yeah, it is. Tell you that much. What um what have you been listening to lately, fella? Um been on a couple things. The um Conway and Special album. 
Okay. Been into that a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gave that a, a few spins. Yeah, I'd give that some burn. Um, I've been listening to the uh, Faith is a Rock by Mike uh, Wiki and um, The Alchemist. I wanted to talk to you about this one. I haven't had a chance to listen yet. So. Oh, oh, I've only heard like one or two songs yeah, okay, okay, that yeah. they put out before they actually dropped the whole thing. But I wanted to uh, get your feedback on that one. That shit was dope, man. That was really fun. Really good album. Um, but the uh, the Conway I've listened and, and oh and I've listened to the Magic Three or Magic yeah the uh-huh. Magic Three. <laughs> now have you peeped that one? I have. Yeah, no. yeah. I really enjoy it, Ben. I thought it was. Very I think they're good. on a hell of a run. I've heard some people. They've made three of each now, right? Yes. Okay. What trilogy as far as do you I prefer? Know, I think the Magic wins. Yeah. I, think I really so do, man. Like. It, they're on a roll, Jerry. Fucking Nas is on some real grown man shit on this one. I love it. We're old. We're old people. It's fucking really good, man. Shoot, we gotta we're gonna have to play a couple tracks off of that one. I don't know. I even uh there's been so much lately that um <laughs> that one actually got lost in the shuffle. I brought it back last weekend. Okay. But um yeah, I got lost in that one, the thirty eight joint. What else was it? Um dude, Little Brother dropped a couple tracks this week. Yeah, they did. Gosh. I listened to that for like a day straight. <laughs> and there's only two songs. But I felt it in my soul. You're like, I'm just I'm just peeping this. That's it. Uh yeah, yeah man. A lot of stuff. Uh this week, um, some of the things that uh came out. You got the Doja Cat, which Ben Nice was recommending in the in the ch- in the group chat. I didn't get around to that one. I did. I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, I think Logic had a new one. Uh, obviously, Mike Wiki and the Alchemist, which I listened to. That I, I I give it a big thumbs up. You might hear that. I got Yeah, I got to hear more off that one. You might hear that in a listening sesh pretty soon. Um, there was a a soundtrack by DJ Muggs and Dean Hurley for Divinity, the film Divinity. Uh, which features Cool Keith. What is Divinity? I have no clue. You might have to look that one up. Um, DJ Muggs. I actually went back to listen to that album again also. The uh, Solo Sassa 3. Oh, yeah. Fucking amazing. You kidding me? SD Nack. We are so lucky right now. Um, Excuse me. What is the matter with you? You brought the fucking Kobe here, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Open the window. What's the matter with you? Um, the SD Knack and Mike Shab dropped an album called Live I at the Tabernacle. Mask on, nasty ass. <laughs> um, Torre and Marco Polo uh, dropped a new one called Midnight Run. Yeah, they did. Um, Mathematic dropped a new one. Yeah, they did. <laughs> did you peep that? Couples. Um, oh shit. A guy named Jelani Imani dropped an album called Yes. Um this past week too. I'm suing for copyright infringement. I think you should. Do you know this gentleman? I've never heard of him before. Have you ever met another Jelani? Not in person, but I know of other Jelani's. Yeah. <laughs> you keep tabs on like, these yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> can, mm-hmm. How old are you? <laughs> That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> keep an eye on that. Fucking head on the swivel, baby. That's right. Um, I did see something about your divinity. Um, divinity is 2023 American science fiction thriller film written by Eddie Elkazar. Yeah. Starring Scott Bakula, Stephen Dorff, Bella Thorne. Huh. Maybe I did see this. I don't know. Karuchi? Karuchi? What you got? I got the Karuchi. Premiered at Sundance, ba ba ba, January 2023. I got to check this motherfucker out. Um, some other things, Jelani, that dropped. Earth Gang had an EP that came out. Listen to it thrice. Yeah? It's pretty good. Pretty good. I like their other album, the album that came out before that one better. But this is just a short little, like, five tracks or something. So it's pretty good. As we know, 38 Special and Conway dropped one, but then Big Ghost Limited came in with the assist and uh, did like a remix of the album. So oh, it's what? called the, the Gronic uh, Special Machinery by Big Ghost. What? Yes, sir. Oh, I was not aware of that. Yeah. Hus Kingpin dropped a new EP. Oh. That one's called uh, Threesome 4 Dirty Secrets B-Side. You peeped that one? I did not. I would. I'm putting that on the list though. Yeah, That's yeah. for damn sure. I'm writing that one down right now. Yes, sir. Um, get my ink and quill. Let me uh, let me see if I can find something. I think I got a good track here for you. Let's give Tell it. A, let's give something, something to spin. Tell me something. Oh, speaking of playing music, I got hit up by Suge White. Gave oh, us props. Gave us props in the show, and he wanted to know who the Haynes guy was. So I gave him uh, Smooth the, Haynes. Gave him the links to Smooth Haynes. I'm telling you, man. So we got the, the big up to Suge White, man. Real Shug. legend. Where my dogs at? That's what I'm. That album fucking <laughs> still knocks to this <laughs> Come day. Come on. See man. now, you making me reminiscing. Now. Legend. Thank you for the compliment, Suge White. We, He's we the Suge White. We appreciate you a lot, man. Um, oh man. Where my dog's at. Yeah, that was my shit. Let's see what else we got here. So I want to play something for you. Uh, all right. This one's called Fire at Your Idle Mind. This is uh, Rome Streets and Joey Badass. Okay. All right. That's a different combo. Different combo. <laughs> Never in your motherfucking life. Never. Niggas ain't fucking with this. Swear to God. Hey, yo. All I had was a plan, a product, and the people to pitch it to. Apple bags in a small corner store, digital. Ambition to get it all, cause broke his brother to miserable. Death is they daddy, if you dumb, then you probably missed the Jew. This is school for fools, seeking inspiration. A cool master class of murder, don't accept no cheap imitation. Get chick chasing, left her knees with chafing. You know the steez after I hit her with D, she passed the chase pin. Pay the pocket, these 85ers try to watch it, though they dumb and deaf and got limited sight in they optics. Shop moving on some hot shit Being on top is the only option You viewed as a flop if you not king Stay on point and niggas be robbing you For your watch ring and choke a chain Know the game, choose a dough over saving The lowest lane, that road is lame Hell no, we don't flow the same My mark on the track is like pus out of open vein You hope I came to play, but I didn't I'm more vicious, catch you eating food for thought Blow your brain on the dishes Another rapper getting slain is tradition I had to listen to my intuition To make it out of the flames of hell's kitchen I hear a snake hiss, they disguise it as well wishing. I've been around friend or foe and I could tell the difference. Getting dirty though off his old lately been a religion. My right palm itching, strong wisdom, arm rhythm. 
I put it all on the table. I'm able to leave your vital signs unstable. Fire at your idol mind. It's me first before they pay you. Born king understood I was a god at day two. I put it all on the table. I'm able to leave your vital signs unstable. Fire at your idol mind. It's me first before they pay you. Born king understood I was a god at day two. Niggas think it shit is sweet. I roam streets with chrome heat and always keep one in the dome piece. Fucking with me ain't safe. Get caught up at the wrong time, at the right place, in the right space. My trigger finger got the itch. My Glock came with the switch. I finger fuck this shit cause I's a bitch. I keep the honeys coming quick, money coming quicker. Got these funny ass niggas feeling real bitter. It's the ones that smoke blood switch, yeah. In the picture, now they wanna grab the gun and come and get ya. Trust me, Joey won't slip. I got the big 4-5 with the hollows loaded in the clip, huh? So you better stop looking, listen. Cause you don't want to be a victim of my opposition Bless my enemy and rob him for his ammunition Now when the weapons formed against me, surely missing, uh I put it all on the table I'm able to leave your vital signs unstable Fire at your idol mind, it's me first before they pay you Born king understood I was a god at day two I put it all on the table I'm able to leave your vital signs unstable Fire at your idol mind It's me first before they pay you Born king understood I was a god at day two Hey yo Shit's hard body right there Yo, Rome Streets man, come on Joey's with it Yo Joey got it Do not not besmirch that man's name (laughs) Roxanne, where's your bed? Yeah, get out of here. Go to bed. Go to your mother. Go to your baby mother. <laughs> um, that was dope. There's a lot of stuff that I um. What? So much new music. Um, you know, you really love to see it. I do. I really do. Here, I, I got, let me see if I got something else on deck for you. Don't be scared, man. I'm, I'm trying not to be. You know, I've been, I've been real scared. Do you get any of that uh, Rock Marciano and Alchemist merch? That Elephant Man's Bone stuff from like a year ago? Nah, from like a week ago. Oh, they did a re uh, re release. Uh, the answer I, is no. Okay, I'm fucking broke around here. <laughs> End of the summer was tough, man. <laughs> oh, buy <laughs> the kid back to school. Shit, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, pack of pockets of light around here, man. Yeah, why do you think I was working today on a Sunday? This Sunday is it? They got you working? It's the Lord's Day. Get some double time though. Tomorrow also. Tomorrow's a Jewish holiday. They got me working, man. I should be respecting the Sabbath. You know what? I agree with you. Look, I am. <laughs> the fuck. It's all good. Got to make that paper. We're going to have a discussion later on about this whole topic. And I think that uh, that song would have been a nice transition. But I got a random question to ask you. Yeah. Let's hear it. Nickelodeon back in the day. Yes. Do Snick. You remember, do you remember? What, do you remember? Stickly. Do you remember nigga, Nickelodeon when they were just playing like mad rap music on like all out? And uh, all like, that, all that, and like Roundhouse, and like they would just have like mad rappers on, 
Like they had the locks performing on there. Like they had, they had Nas. The they had Nas on um on all that. No. Oh man, there was an era. I I see. I think when when all that um came out, we were probably like freshmen in high school. I think. Yeah. Probably, maybe, maybe before. I think like maybe a year before, like eighth grade. Because I think like I was still having like sleepovers at my buddy's house. Because I think I may have watched that first season. Um, because I watched that and like Roundhouse. Roundhouse was way earlier though. That was Roundhouse a few, was my shit. A few years earlier. Um, even that felt like different, like more geared towards the cre- the young kids coming up, and we like rap music. They had, had Ice Ke- Cube on there doing We'd Be Clubbing. Wow, that was We'd Be Clubbing. What's, when's that? Like 2003? 2002? I don't know. I'm going to send you some links. <clears throat> but yeah, it was, like a, it was like a whole time of <laughs> just them playing Wild Out. It's like, like new rap music, too. Not just like, oh, we we found, you know, Vanilla Ice and the you know, and my my collecting s- dust. My son absolutely loves Kel, like crazy. He's like the biggest Kel fan. From what show though? He watches him on this show called Game Chasers. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he lo- he thinks he's freaking hilarious. He thinks he's the funniest guy ever. And he also he's a rap. He plays a rapper on the uh, on the show. He is funny. He's been steadily working on these uh, Nickelodeon shows. Like even as an adult, just killing uh, it. Good for him, man. Glad yeah, and then he, you see, and then you see him around. You go, hey, there's my guy right yeah, there. Nice. Okay, I trust him. Were you a Keller or Keenan guy? Mm, I think I always saw that Keenan and Kel had different parts to play. Like Keenan was a yeah, straight exactly. man from Jump. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. And like he didn't get to be the wild one, even though maybe he could have been good at it. I don't know. Well, he did the like the oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. He was like the more. Uh, the more seasoned actor, if you would. I but no, a, I, I was always I, a Kel guy. I, I always liked that Kel. show a lot. Yeah, are you kidding me? He was talking about fucking soda and whatnot. Come on. You had um, Amanda Bynes was on that show. Yeah, Nick Cannon was on that thing. show. Um, That poor thing. Yeah, I don't think she made it. Who was the other girl on there? Um, The heavyset girl. The librarian. She was ill. She was amazing. Laura Beth Denberg. Oh, did you just remember that? Or did you look no, it up? No, I just looked it up. Goodness gracious. I was like, God damn, you Laura know Beth a government Denberg. name. Oh, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, uh, a whole government out there. Yeah, 94. So we were, yeah, we were seventh or seventh grade, maybe. The good old days, man. Yeah, man. And they played till, uh, oh, shit. What you got? You got some research? Oh, they got a video Nas doing street dreams on that motherfucker. Are you kidding? Street dreams will make you believe. Check your phone, you big doof. Jesus. Um, Drew Hill. I wonder what song they're doing. I can't see. But there's a lot of, uh, there's just a lot of people that performed on that show and it's just wild. It's on um, Paramount Plus. You can uh, I don't have the code no more. I'll, I'll log you in before new, I leave. New TV. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, but yeah, also, I think uh, Paramount's got the new Ninja Turtles movie. Yes, it does. I'm gonna give that shit a rewatch. I watched Barbie like four times this week. Shit's What's emo- that on? She's emotional. Oh, uh, yeah, I just bought you it. You got the bootleg, you <laughs> bought it. I haven't seen it yet, been dying to see it. 
Shit hit me in the fucking heart. Who's Nas with here? The Bravehearts? Braveheart. <laughs> oh, I just oops. My bad. Jungle up in there? That might be jungle. Yeah, look at us watching videos on our phones all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, that's a great show. Huh? Yeah. Great show we do. You know what? That's why we're real, professionals. Real tight shit we do. That's why we get paid the big bucks. Um, yeah, we'll check those out. Uh, they're on the twits. Somebody's posting them out there. They're out there. They're keeping out the there. story alive. All that, but yeah, you can check out all that on uh, Paramount Plus. If you never, if you're a young person watching this show, you might like show, it. You might want to check that out. You might get some laughs out of it. You might take it. I wonder if the youngins would appreciate it now. After all these years. They'd be like, oh, that's that guy from Saturday Night Live who doesn't age. And now, yeah, that was a child. <laughs> what the hell? Why it does look, that guy look It was like a thousand years ago. Why is this in standard definition? Right? Why does he look exactly the same after all these years at, at Keenan? Aging very well. Good on him, man. He used to do that Bill Cosby impression. That aged poorly. Yeah, he ain't going back there. <laughs> I I forget sometimes that Bill Cosby is like out and about in the world. Keenan was in the Fat Albert movie. He sure was. Yeah, he was Fat yeah. Albert, right? Yeah, he sure was. Um, yeah, he's, he's walking around right now. Freeze a bird. He's just amongst the people. Remember when he had that wild shit when he was coming out of court where you just stopped to give him the <laughs> real quick to the, to the camera? Do you remember that? Oh, wild, it was bro. the wildest thing, man. I'm so sorry that I actually laugh at it. But yeah, that man is out there. Protect your children. Cover your drinks. Cover your <laughs> yeah, he's fucked up, man. Yeah, so tell me about this um this Alchemist album, please. Um, you got the Alchemist production uh producing uh for Mike and Wiki. Uh Wiki's from Rat King, and Mike is Mike is Mike, right? Kind of I, mean, I don't know what the hell that means, but yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, it's hard to explain his style, but yeah, it is kind of hard to explain the style. But I think if you get it, you're like, okay, this is kind of dope, you know? Um, I dig him. I dig him as well. So Lonnie's showing me the uh, Bill Cosby walking. Up. Oh, what in the hell? Is that no? Just your boy's a fool, man. Your boy's a damn fool. Yo, he's out there. He's but, in the streets. But prior to that, remember when he was like at his sentencing or whatever it was? He was like pretending like to be like dead. You Fucking know? A, oh my god, I forgot about that. That really <laughs> happened. That's like real life. And he comes out. He's doing this shit. Looking like, what the fuck? Is this a simulation? For real. They were like, yo, he can't, you know, Mr. Cosby can't come to court. He's, he's going to make he, it. He's not going to make it. Yeah, right. Now he's doing some fucking Three Stooges shit walking out of the courtroom. <laughs> fucking Benny Hill over here. Like walking on, I'm walking on sunshine. Are you fucking kidding me? He's goose-stepping out there. Um, Yeah, so Mike and Wiki team up as the MCs for this uh, Alchemist album. And it's fucking dope, man. Is it a long album? Um, or is it a quick little EP? No, it's a longer one. Uh, let me uh, let me tell you some. Let me tell you some. Let me talk to you. <laughs> let me talk to you right now. All right, it's thirty-one minutes and 44, uh, 44 seconds. So okay. quick, like yeah, ten tracks. All right, right. So it's a nice little, you know, boom, boom. Um, 
I don't believe there's any features on it. It's just Mike and Wiki and the Alchemist doing their thing. Beats on it. it. Beats on it are obviously fire, right? Yeah, they're from Al. Yeah, Uncle Al is just killing it. And Mike and Wiki together are really good. They actually do some back and forths on this, which you don't hear very often, and they do it freaking really good. It's a seldom used art. It really is. I don't know why. Maybe it's a very challenging thing to do to write with another person like that, but it uh, went done right. Maybe just people aren't in the same room like they used to be. That could be, but not as often as they used to be, I should say. Yeah, maybe you're right. Or around each other like that to like, you know. It was good. Well, fucking hell, you got to play something. Let me play you something. Let me play you something. Sitting there like an asshole. Asshole. Hey, asshole. Hey, asshole. The cop, the blues quadrupled up, the block is high. Shit, this how they chose to use the guap with this amount of human laws. Could have been for schools or parks, coats in the winter, in the summer, something to cool them off. Food or warmth, cause once the leaves on the trees start falling off, people gonna need heat to keep their ears from falling off. Temperature dropped and back up to the top from the deepest BK block. Back up to the Bronx, what you wanna hurry back for? Ain't journey that far? No, not getting off till the very last stop. That repair is lost, the air is mad hot. I be mixing, quickly staring off, bearing mad grog. Should be busy with them scary thoughts, fear to ask God. I be thinking, who gon' take the ball? Don't care for mascots. Me and Wick, we bout to take it all. The years pad lot. Just listen, this shit could break the fall. Be the last try on this mission. Should be taking long and be the bad guys, baby villain. Finna break the walls and free the chastise, my nigga. We really in it, it's deeper than rap lines It's bluffing and make my brain dissolve in evil pastime Even so, Jesus, no, I needed that lie Weeded out my ego, but no, he can't lie Only half the time, it's only right I need to have pride While I laugh, cry, try and balance out both sides If I capsize or if I go drought dry Walk out the desert or martyr the water baptized From where I'm at I must have been a hide in my last life That's right when I'm thrown back in the cast iron City that's mine, they ask why Wiki that's lies, ask Mike and Sauce We rallying up all sides Nigga trust, yeah, we having a bunch To talk right from the jump When you battle with trust to fall high But it's up, I done swam through the mud And tall times remember first Little batch of that buzz I call mom, it's your son Giving back for that loving in dark time Too above it, too attached to that ruckus and hard grind Getting up, too much gas in my muzzle to guard pride All the mugs through that map like a puzzle Bizarre ride, I stay in touch Trying to tackle these struggles and scar mine All this bludgeon in my memory muscles and archives It be tough, we be banking on luck for long life When they ask you why I give it so much We on ice Must've thought it was dusk, I lost sight, saw light On the darkest of nights, I caught fire I know we calling your bluff, no off nights Jaw tight, on the move for my blood, we hardwired And son, you could 
do it for hype, it's alright All while we gon' do it for love, not titles It's true, it's how I grew for them cuts The shark bites, war crimes, when we root for the bugs The guap vital Lot of people on my side need a piece of the pie Slice need to suffice, is why I'm not idle That's why I be deep in the crisis Just trying to keep alive, stop deceiving When you know that's not like you more time give us the name of that album that's um th- that's the um hold on a second <laughs> uh that's the uh <laughs> hold on uh, oh boy somebody say uh <laughs> faith is a i can't i can't i can't read the fucking shit all right uh, faith is a rock faith is a rock my friend Alchemist Wiki. Everybody check that album out. I can't wait to dig deep into that one. That's good, right? Hey, sorry, pause. Um, I can't wait to listen mm, to that. Good one. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, I I am yeah, like you said, like Mike's voice and like just his rap style. His cadence, is just, yeah. It's, it's just different. Yeah, very kinda, different. You gotta you gotta just kinda dig it, you know, just just mm. ride it like a wave, baby. Mm-hmm. Very good stuff. Life's a garden, baby. Um Dig it. Dig it. Uh, going back to all that. Holy shit. Holy smokes is right. Um, now thinking back, now I'm remembering these things. That was the time. You know what I mean? Like I, I said like, oh, Nigga, I, I did. Nickelodeon. But now I'm remembering like seeing TLC on there and being like, T-Boz, I love you. You know? Yeah. Like, um, I remember the Craig Mack. Mm. And this kind of like, it's funny because this shaped like a lot of our early listening habits you know back then you know i'm gonna say yes and no because i feel like those people already either bubbling or like we're on the you know on the surface or maybe like you were like oh or maybe that was a big push yeah yeah because you were like oh this guy might have an album out maybe i need to go check them out you know what i mean i mean there are a lot of big names on that their list the first season i'll just go through it real quick sure you got tlc right they do they're on there twice. They did What About Your Friends and Creep. That's just bangers. Then you got DeBrat for all y'all. For all y'all. For all y'all. Oh, that was, you I know I had that. Functified. I, oh, you know I had it too. <laughs> I bought that shit from Coconuts, baby. Tape, baby. Um, and this is how I found out about this group going back, okay? Immature. The kid with the iPad. Kidding me? Come on. Uh, then you had Craig Mack. That was a... Uh, Damn, what was that big song? Uh, what did they constantly? do on the show? Constant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that tape like a motherfucker. Um, I used to sing that to girls. Brandy? Fidelity House dances. Brandy did Baby on there? Oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was first album, Brandy. This one, this one's aged real poorly. Um, Aaliyah, oh. which you think would be really good, you know? What does she do? AJ nothing but yeah. a number. Oh. On Nickelodeon, that ain't no good. That, oh, yeah, no. That's so good. Robert Kelly was there doing backups. Oh, you know he was. And what? Coolio with the Fantastic Voyage. That oh, was a huge. come on, y'all. Let's take a ride. R.I.P. Soul for real. Did the Candy Rain. Candy Rain. Ba- oh, come on. Um, Talking about jizz. You know, we were, you know we were tapped in every week to watch this shit, man. Yeah. Changing faces went on there. Was fooling around. Uh, Black Street. 
Love's in need. I don't know that Black Street song. I don't think. Maybe if I heard it. Here's a good one. John A. With Shame. Usher. Going back to Usher. Usher Raymond. Doing Think of You. Uh, A Few Good Men. Doing Young Girl. Um, And I think I got that John A. album on. I think I got that on vinyl. Man, they got so many. And then back for season two, they got Naughty by Nature, Monica, DeBrat, um, Soul for Real, Run DMC, does Christmas and Hollis. Oh. Um, Escape was on there. Just talk to him. Um, Julio again, Immature with We Got It, Faith Evans, Silk. Yeah. Uh, Monifa. For the most part, it, just, it sounds like younger, like people on the come up. Yeah, it's like not too many like really like super established people. I mean, by that time, if you had DeBrad on there two or three times, then yeah, she's already. Or it was like maybe the the a dude with like their second or third hit. Like here's like season three. You got L Cool J. Who do you love? I mean, that was so big, right? Montel Jordan with Baby I Like. Immature again. Watch me do my thing. Immature must have. Got the checks from Nickelodeon. Uh, Drew Hill on there. Blackstreet doing No Diggity. Tribe Called no Quest. No Diggity? Yeah. Tribe Called Quest doing Stressed Out. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. What a song for, What a you. song choice, though. Crazy. Nas with the Street Dreams. Uh, Street Dreams, excuse me. You had Ray J on there. Let It Go. Heavy D with Big Daddy. We were talking about Heavy D recently. R.I.P. Uh, Aaliyah did one in the million again. Damn, they had Aaliyah on there for two or three episodes. MC Light with Cold Rocker Party. And here we go. Here's a good one. Early, early Erica Badu with On and On. Fuck. That must have been like. It's like rookie rookie year. That's that's rookie year. Yeah, put that card in plastic. Um, Just killing it here. And And then it gets weird. Season four, it goes from like. I guess you could say almost all black um, on here. So then they start to incorporate other things. Oh, then then the Dwight's in. Right, so you got, yeah. <laughs> D.W. <laughs> Dwight. Um, although you had, in season four, you had um, Mace, Feel So Good, Busta Rhymes. Oh, hit. Uh, Wyclef John, Staying Alive. What, uh, what Busta Rhymes, what, what, what song did he do? Dangerous man. Oh uh-huh. man, uh, place a crowd must be. Could, could you imagine being in the crowd at one of these things? And like you know, Mary twelve J. years old. <laughs> Mar- oh that man, come on. Mary J did everything. Spice Girls oh. on there. So here's that's like the first Spice Girls. Spice Girls huh? comes in with Spice Up Your Life, right? That's when things start to get a little weird, right? Yeah, you got Backstreet the again. Taking over again. Then Backstreet Boys come in. They like kind of uh, debut Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls, you know. Uh, we're in um, the new management. Usher comes in. You make me want. Uh, and then you got hit Missy Elliott with the rain. Okay, boys. Uh, That's boys, the jam. Boys to men with don't let her go. Okay. All right. Okay. Here's another rookie. All right. This is like a uh, top draft pick. Okay. Where did they go? Where did boys to men go? I don't know. They were the biggest things ever since slice since sliced bread. The they biggest. were huge. For like ten years, and then boom, they just stopped making music. I think do, they broke up. Is there like beef? Like what happened? I have no clue. They know they still do shows. I think I would see them again in a second. I bet they can all go. Was Tevin Campbell in that group? I bet you Wanye did something. Oh, you know, you know, Nate, Mike Wanye. <laughs> I don't know. Um, here we go. Sean. So early Sean boys to men. 
uh, early okay. early boys to men can't let her go. So here's the rookie, right? Destiny's Child. Oh wow! No, no, no. Part two. They come out with. Oh yeah, that's them as babies. Yeah, LL Cool J with Father Jermaine Dupri and DeBrat. The party father. continues. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that one. Salt and Peppa come through with Are You Ready? Casey and JoJo, Ice Cube, like you said, would we'll be clubbing the locks. If you think I'm Jiggy, Sugar Ray with Fly. Wow. So I forgot about Sugar Ray altogether. Dude, Harmon saw him like a week ago, two weeks ago. Live. On purpose? Yeah, he said it was awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it was, dude. He seems um, like a guy I'd fucking buy a beer if I saw him. Yeah. Who, Sugar Ray? Yeah. Hey, he's Sugar not hurting Ray. anybody, you know? Remember he punched that guy out? Yeah, I don't think he's going around calling anybody the N-word or anything, you know? I think he's all right. Don't fucking prove me wrong, Sugar Ray. Yeah, right? You better not. You son of a... <laughs> yeah, but that's a... That is a murderer's row of musical acts. Let alone that the actual show was funny as hell. Yeah. You know, to me as a, you know, young adolescent male. Everybody go watch all that. Everybody. Everybody get up. Um, Can I continue to hijack the show and just talk about stuff I want to? Yeah, man. Go ahead. Fucking A. We need to play at least one of those Little Brother tracks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This shit is going down like James Brown. They got their um their picnic coming up, I think uh mid October down in North okay. Carolina. And it's like them, big crit, cool kids. Um the I think, cool kids. Yeah, dude. I was like, Do I need to get a flight to North Carolina? And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm broke. I ain't going nowhere. But yeah, it's gonna be dope as hell. Uh the comedian Sam J, I believe, was hosting the whole thing. I find the flyer, man. It's pretty dope. I wish I could make attendance, but you know, we got some we got some little brother in the system earlier this year. We're very lucky. Mm-hmm. We're very, very lucky. We saw, uh, yeah, an epic, incredible show. I heard a rumor that uh, Slick Rick is dropping a new album soon. Nah, his first one in like twenty something years since since the. Uh, the Great Adventures is like no, no. Since the uh, the art of storytelling, that's what I heard. I think yeah, I think you're telling boobamites. You think what you call me? What you lying for? What you, what you lying for? What you got to be lying for, Ray? <laughs> Nasty motherfucker. Uh, whispers. DJ, did, did you end up watching that movie no, finally? No, no, I You're didn't get into Hoodlum. Watch Hoodlum, everybody. Vega's a dick, and fucking <laughs> email him and make fun of him. <laughs> go to go, go to his Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, God. Um, you know what? It's still Twitter.com, so they can go fuck off. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they can't change that. They can't change the domain now. Yeah, yeah. They already bought it the way it was. Yeah, I think if you if you try to change the domain right now, like it'll break the whole website. So it's like they may be working on that in the background. I'm curious if he even owns X.com. That's a good question. If you go to X.com, what does it do? I don't know. You're the one on your phone, doofus. Oh, I'm trying telling to me. I'm Fine. Trying, I'm trying I'll to, fucking look up. I'm you, trying to look up your music I'm here. guessing it's going to be porn. Oh. To be quite honest with yeah. you. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I can throw this fucking thing computer. in the trash. <laughs> I can throw this thing in the computer. No. X.com comes up to Twitter. Really? Does it redirect you to Twitter.com? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure do's. It sure do's. 
<laughs> they probably paid a boatload for that. The biggest loser, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, man. It's what not even that. What a bum. <laughs> yeah, he's over there now. Okay, we got uh, two new, two new little brother tracks. Um, first track's called "Wish Me Well," and the other one is called "Glory Glory." They're both great. I like the second one better personally, but you know we can play one or really? two. We can play them all. Yeah, one. We can do whatever, whatever you want. All right, let's just try this out. Yeah, open up your hearts. Conductor. Oh. Yeah. Oh no! Come on! We have a problem. Glory, glory, standing on the shoulders of giants. Robert Ory, a bit of his story. Bitter niggas bore me. All praises due. I was rocking the cane. My brother Rock came too. Now they dope sick. I author like Beth Macy. Pimmership that drive critics and crowds crazy. Limitless twenty years. There's no safety. And we still letting rounds off TV in the background with the sound off Carpet warm back and forth pacing A better me, I was always chasing Niggas now be content, then they get complacent Origin stories start to change up Nigga don't ever bring my name up Unless you talking about the best deal Break a leg, now nah, I train to kill Rapping over vocals at shows and shows You still leaning on training wheels 35, time to pay the bill Hey, Dunny, talk to him. A&R, give a spark to him. I rearranged the whole clip for a grip, no discounts. Once it hit, quietly dismount. This is full circle of evolution. However you see it, just know we cutting through all pollution. Poo and say mix it up, that's an ill solution. And conduct this a revolution. Now we televised. Glory, glory, my name is Ben Verified. The young boys and the vets, they all testified. The game is primitive. Our differences, we can see. Set aside 20 years of evidence, fake niggas was terrified. My track record is far beyond any rap record. Due to knowledge and some fact checking, through all the trials and the tribulations, me and rappers stood adjacent, playing through the modulations with no half stepping. They say they love you, but they pull out at the last second. A damn shame, rap game withdrawal method. Saw my name on the walls of colleges where they played, they'll be in pursuit of their scholarships. I am not anonymous, I am the apocalypse. You will come. Koala, I'm a grizzly, bro, we polar opposites, the bare minimum, so you know it ain't no stopping this, leaving niggas senseless, back in my youth, I was defenseless, a man child scared to get in trouble in the trenches, when my belt got tighter, I never buckled, we served up stew and fans open they mouth wide, but I live in my head, and I don't really do outside, so don't make me over, 44 years and no grades, I'm amazed, can't believe I made the quota, pushing dual baby strollers, putting words down on the page, with the gaze of a crazed Ray Liotta Baking soda, I got baking soda Rapper Tigolo, Dunny Scudder, we taking over Just cause you don't have a drink, that don't make you sober And just cause you don't write it down, that don't make you over <laughs> Glory, glory, the end of my story getting closer Temperature rising, but the world is steady getting colder Leave me alone, ring the alarm, and tell the vultures Stay the fuck out the garden if you gon' hoard a culture Bacon soda. I got bacon soda. That shit's sick, huh? Good doctor. Um, yeah, Fonte is amazing. 
amazing. I love I love lyrical ass rappers, and he's a lyrical ass motherfucker. Rapper Big Pooh is sneaky, sneaky because I think he is almost just as good. Like I like him almost as much as I love Fontigolo. Because mm. uh, Pooh will hit you with the sports references of the cut and just be like, "Oh word, thank yep. you, thank you." You were watching that game too. <laughs> Glad you were there with me. Um, from him, Fonteo hit you with some random Denzel Washington reference from like an interview he did with Jamie Foxx like two years ago, and I was like, <laughs> I was there too. I remember that also. <laughs> so I just I love them, little brother for life, LB fam. Yeah, they're the best. If you Sorry. get a chance to see him live, do it, dude. Do yourselves a favor, do it. See them in Janelle Monae. Um. Somebody leave a prayer. So, according to Hip Hop DX, Slick Rick is reportedly writing first album in 24 years. Um, Jonathan Mannion, who has shot more than 300 hip hop album covers throughout the course of his career, took to his Instagram on Thursday, September 7th, to reveal that he'd met with the Lottie Dottie rapper and learned about the upcoming new heat. That sounds corny. Um, Anyway, Who's writing this article? Um, uh, Bernadette Giacomo. Uh, Giacomozo? Uh, that's a lot going on here. Reasoning, this man has lived a hell of a life to reach this current calm. He wrote in the caption, blessed to have received the call that the new album was on the way. A fresh new approach to tunes. Now with newly created legendary photos to match. We collaborate well. <sighs> as I did the first time that I ever photographed the incomparable The Ruler uh, Rick the Ruler in 1998. I brought champagne to toast him. Um, Moet Chandon, always flowing. I was also knighted again. A renewal of vows of sorts. Uh, being knighted by Slick Rick means you get to wear the, the chains. Hell fucking yeah. Boy, That's a big privilege. That is that is pretty sick. The only I feel like I need to do like push-ups and shit before he actually did that. Like I don't know if my neck is strong enough. Yeah, you, just, your head just might fall off. You'll be like the headless horse. I fucking yeah, I can get decapitated by the Rick the Ruler's chain. <laughs> be a terrible story, but child to have to tell to her friends. You seem like a nice guy. Yeah, he had a weak ass neck. Yeah, he did. Couldn't hold that shit. Oh, I'm seeing this guy now. Oh boy, he's a photographer. He yeah. can handle it though. Yeah, he got. Yeah, he looks strong as hell. Yep, you got the high pants on. Oh fuck yeah! He's waiting for that flood to He's come. He's proud through. of it. Everything's coming to Millhouse for this one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I said that the other day, or the old lady said it to me the other day. Yeah, and I was like, "Word, I haven't thought about that in a while." And uh, and I was like, "That was one of the most odd episodes of Simpsons." She was like, "Oh, that's from The Simpsons." I didn't. I never knew that. That's what you were referencing. <laughs> And I'm like, Dude. is there another mill house? <laughs> I was like, do you know any other situation where, like, did you actually think it was talking about a mill house? What is going on? So, no, I actually, I'm like, we're going home immediately and watching yeah, this clip. No, we're watching the whole episode. Dang it. Oh, man. That's good stuff. But now she gets it even more. Good. Good for her. Hey. You know, if, the, if we don't now. teach the people, how are they supposed to know? Exactly. We, can't make, we can't just make fun of people for not knowing. Speaking of which, we're yeah. going to do all those things right now. Oh, okay. All right. The topic, the topic at hand. We're talking, uh, is uh, hip-hop sampling getting lazy? This is a recent... Uh, I didn't read the article, so article you're going to have to teach okay us player. all. Um, 
This one's by Stereo Williams. Nice writer. This is from a month ago, right? So this is just him gaining traction Also, now. that Slick Rick article that you were just reading from was from, like, the beginning of September. Yes. That, that was from a while ago also. Yes. So maybe if that if there is any validity to that, maybe it's sooner than later. Yeah, we hope so. That would be great. I mean, I would not hate it at all. Um, after decades of brilliance from producers across the spectrum of popular music. Oh, this is uh, from, yeah, I said, okay, player. Okay, good. Um, artistically, um, who wrote the me. article? Stereo Williams. Okay, yeah, I'm looking it up right now so right. I can follow along with. Um, you. after decades of brilliance from producers across the spectrum of popular music, particularly hip hop music, sampling shouldn't need to be artic- artistically defended or creatively qualified. One listen to the freewheeling whimsy of De La Soul's Three Feet High and Rising, the crate pillaging chipmunk soul of early Kanye West albums or the flurry of dark and disparate sonics that make up a masterwork like Danny Brown's atrocity exhibition should crush any conception that sampling can't be art of the highest order. Um, Although newer artists and producers continue to breathe new life into the endless possibilities of sampling, there's been growing criticism of contemporary uh, popular music reaching back to sample the most obvious music in the most reductive ways amid a flurry of sample driven hits dominating the charts. Um, as a result, there's an ongoing conversation about what constitutes creativity and what in essence is just lazy sampling. Hmm. Um, all right. So a little, you know, kind of, kind of gives you, you know, (sighs) butters you up before he hits you, you know, before I act like an old man, I just like to say that this is, an age-old conversation. Yes, been going this on is, for since, since I was a kid, and rap music was your pretty, dad would be like, "Oh, almost you know in that, its infancy." You yeah. know what I mean? Like people are like, "Oh, this is just but but but." That's James Brown. I was like, "Oh, you you, you youngers don't know what this is. They just took that song mm. and they made it that song, which is one hundred percent correct." Yeah, <laughs> absolutely right. But at the time, I was like, "Man, no, this is MC Hammer. This is." Vanilla Ice, yeah, you know, exactly. this is, you know, yeah, whatever it might be. Anything on Bad Boy Records between like 94 <laughs> and 98, like all that stuff, they'd be like, oh, this is just an old Diana Ross song. This is just a James Brown yes. sample. This is just, you Did know. you read and, this article already? No, <laughs> yeah, I, but, no, no. I'm, I'm looking at it, but listen, I completely, that's what the, the old folks around me used to tell me all the time. So I'm not surprised that they're doing it now because now I hear it too. Now they're sampling that dumb shit, that bad boy was, you know, and, I don't know. Keep going. All right. Thank Keep you. Reading. Um, although, um, okay, excuse me. Coyla Ray's hit single players prominently features a flip from Grandmaster Flash in the Furious Fives, The Message. Sorry, I haven't heard it. I have not either. I, I could play it here, but I'm not going to. No. And no, her no. Uh, follow-up single, Make My Day, flipped Tektronic, uh, Technotronics club hit, Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Pump mm-hmm. the jam. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from these, mm-hmm. critics have also called out Jack Harlow's mm-hmm. First Class, which samples Fergie's early 2000s smash Glamorous, um, Nicki Minaj's Super Freaky Girl, which revisits the frequently sampled Super Freak by Rick James. Hey, hey, Saucy hey, Santana's, hey. yes. Uh, Saucy Santana's Booty, which samples Beyonce's Crazy in Love. 
Um, and more recently, NLE Choppa's It's Getting Hot, which samples Nelly's Hot in Here as other, um, as other culprits of this recent phenomenon. It, I, once again, I hit the, I disagree with this recent phenomenon thing. Like this is, you know, like you said, Jelani. Been a, tale, a, a tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Uh, but he, song as old <laughs> as rhyme. Yes. Um, in reality, this isn't anything new. Those who grew up with the rise of Bad Boy in the '90s have argued how Sean Diddy Combs employed a similar strategy to craft many of the label's signature tunes, as they scored chart toppers by looping disco smashes. Diana Ross, I'm Coming Out, Rock Hits, Every Breath You Take by the Police, and R&B Classics. Guess what? They're the right. Brothers, Between the Sheets, for their non-iconic rap tracks. But it wasn't just Diddy. There were producer duos like the Trackmasters, who mm-hmm. co-produced other Bad Boy hits alongside Diddy as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> really yep. just talking about Bad Boy right now. Yep. <laughs> who cultivated uh, the sound for most of Will Smith's debut solo album, Big Willie Style, Sampling 70s hits like Sister Sledge's He's the Greatest Dancer and The Whispers. Um, and the beat goes on. I can't wait to actually watch that. Forgetting Jiggy with it and Miami, respectively. The fantasy remix uh, from Mariah Carey famously samples Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club. Interesting. Um, still, this hasn't stopped the criticism that contemporary rap artists and their producers have faced. Uh, LaRae recently released her second album, Koi, and so much of the commentary of the project is centered on the prevalence of the samples from the previously released singles players and Make My Day to her reworking James Brown's Man's World, billed as a duet with the late icon for her own Man's World, and Leslie's Gore's It's My Party, I'll Cry If I Want To on My Body, and heavy-handed use of these songs have been divisive. Hmm. Didn't Coyle Ray's album sell like 30 albums? I think it would. I don't know. So like, I don't know her music, so I can't even tell you if she's garbage or not because I just don't know her music. I, I, I don't even think it has to do with like being garbage, but like really these songs are not really even hitting anywhere, you know? So it's like, are, are these whole songs even hits? We've never heard them. See you her have on a- Twitter d- dancing funny. That's it. I don't even know what she sings. <laughs> well, you have a, a teenage daughter. Yeah. You don't hear her bumping Coil Array? No, nah, because I'm not going to even say that. But um, You know when you uh, try to get somebody to do one thing so bad that they just go in the opposite direction? Yes. I'm not even going to tell you what kind of music she listens to. Well, I know you. she went to Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a big tick. <laughs> You're a great dad. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have gone to that show in a second, by the way. No, okay. Big Taylor Swift. Next time big Swifty. Big Swifty here. Next time you could have been the chaperone. <laughs> Shit, I would have been the chaperone in a second. Um, anyways. We didn't feel for a second uh, that there is a box we need to stay in, producer Johnny Goldstein said about working with LeRae on Koi. Goldstein, who has produced a bevy of hits for artists ranging from Black Eyed Peas to Lotto, that sounds like wow. It <laughs> sounds like something here. It's all all over the board, right yeah, there. Yeah, it really. <laughs> is. Both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, said he doesn't understand the criticism surrounding sampling, adding that at this point it's just part of the grand uh, musical tradition. Yeah. Yes, but no. Um, 
I think it depends on how you do it. All right, well, he gets And speaking of yeah, this, this article is talking a lot about Diddy and Bad Boy and stuff. Did you see um, a couple of weeks back that uh, it was reported that P. Diddy just returned the publishing rights back to former Bad Boy artists? I did hear that. And did you hear that some of his mans in them was like, yo, fuck this guy? Well, at first, like, like I, this shit's worthless. At first, I, I saw a bunch of people like, oh, that's so nice of him to do that. And in my head, I'm like, why did he have it in the first place for this long? Right. Like, that he should have been given that back to them. Yeah. One of the dudes who used to write for him and, uh, you know, was all, featured on a few tracks came out and was like, yo, fuck this guy. Like, what? He's like, this stuff is worthless. It's like, he's like, that's giving me like, like he's like, I, I needed the money back then. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like now, Thanks. it's like I'm not even making any money off it. One of my like pennies. Or was it, it, it Thanks was a lot. Sad. Unfortunately, nobody is listening to that Black Rob album anymore. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, you know I mean, what I mean. I am. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I am too. But it's clearly. not like you know, like that, like that. I was actually talking about that with uh, Billy Slang. I uh, I asked him about it because you know he was friends with Black Rob. So I was like, what do you think about this situation? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yo, this shit's whole shit's whack." I, I whole felt fu- that I, as he's soon like, as all, I read that, I was like, like "It's a big farce." Doesn't feel right. It's a big farce, you know. Don't give this man credit for something he should have done a long fucking time ago. Like, I guess they tried to ask like the locks or Sheik Luke or oh, I'm sure they didn't it. even want to hear it. They were like, "Yo, we've already been had that." Of course, <laughs> of been, course. Been, that's had, why. Had, that's yeah. why they had that that breakup in the first place. You're like, "Well, we need that money now." Diddy, or we're coming to your play. <laughs> um, oh, the rap game is a wild place. Yeah, it is. Um, we should teach rap classes. I would be down for that. It could be fun. Um, are my biggest uh, heroes are producers that sampled music all the time, he said. Uh, so when you say hip-hop, the first thing I think is, where did the sample come from? For me, that's part of the language. With Koi, it was obvious uh, that should be part of the language of that album. We play with different genres, but it's all hip hop. Aside from creative criticisms for labels, there are more direct concerns with this kind of music making. Uh, with a major release like Players or Lotto's Big Energy, which also samples Genius of Love, the logistics of sampling See, now would just be repetitive. Exactly, We're using the same samples. samples, same samples, right? The logistics of sampling a well-known classic can be heady to navigate. Um, Ibrahim Rashid, the senior vice president of MNRK Music Group's urban department, shared that the process of clearing a big sample can sometimes be tedious and ongoing. In most instances, it's pretty easy, he said. In other instances, it's been incredibly difficult, where you've had to literally knock on the person's door who owns the sample or try to catch them at the dinner table while they're at Nobu or somewhere. It's been that bad. I have a four-week window until the release date to make sure the sample language is there, he continued. Typically, if I haven't initiated a conversation with the sample owner, I don't put the record in the marketplace. As long as there is some sort of conversation happening, we're pretty safe. And then the terms of the entry get closed within the next few months. Next year, um, we eventually do come to terms after the record is out. But during that time, a negotiation could take a second. It's really hit or miss. Um, that's pretty interesting, right there. You that, really, um, you really worked on your professional reading. Thank and, you. Uh, bravo, sir. Thank you. You did that um, thing right there. There are certain producers who have set the standard for sampling of, as artistry. Hank Shockley 
and the Bomb Squad introduced one of the most innovative sample-based production styles into popular music with their dense, funky sound collages exemplified on the classic Public Enemy albums. It's often said that the Bomb Squad's approach is almost impossible to pull off today because of clearance issues, but the crew's brand of noisy grooves was unlike anything heard before, defining and redefining what audiences and critics considered creative sampling and elevating the approach. But Shockley doesn't buy into the idea of lazy sampling. People say what's lazy, but I think it's very difficult to sample, he said. A lot of the work is done in just finding the piece that you want to sample, and then there's a reason why you're using it. For example, if somebody is using something, what I call straight, um, what I call, um, what I call straight up, that's cool. You're just taking a four-bar loop and looping it. Or if you take that four-bar loop and you break it up into sections and sample it, that's cool too. Or you just take a little tiny piece of it. The question is. What does the creativity yield you? So many of hip-hop's most beloved songs are built around samples. In the late 90s, hip-hop solidified its mainstream takeover on the backs of glossy hits that featured recognizable loops. Too glossy. Yep. Wyclef John's We're Trying to Stay Alive was built around Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Similarly, Missy Elliott's The Rain, Super Duper 5, prominently featured Ann Peebles' I Can't Stand the Rain. That was done well, though. Yeah, it was done really well. A generation ago, those artists were often criticized for not doing anything more than reworking the familiar in a way that felt obvious. To me, it's just bringing different kinds of songs from different kinds of genres with different kinds of history and reimagining that, Goldstein said. (laughs) Um, It's all about what you sample. Another producer who has drawn acclaim for decades with a gifted ear for samples, Diamond D., cut his teeth as part of the famed Digging in the Crates Collective mm-hmm. and came from the record shop nerd fixation that defined early 90s East Coast crate diggers. Like contemporaries... Did you call me? <laughs> crate diggers. Uh, <laughs> like a contemporaries large professor, Pete Rock and Q-Tip, D made a priority um, out of finding samples that were anything but obvious. Some people call loops lazy samplings. Um, and it might be, D said, but... It's what you sample. What you sample is as important as how you chop up and loop it. Mm-hmm. If somebody is just sampling what's been used a thousand times, then that's lazy. Mm-hmm. But if somebody loops up something that people have never heard before, then it becomes special. Taking a loop straight up, there's a reason why you do that. Because you want to get across an idea that that loop represents, he continued. Boom. So if you want to get the um, that across... Because you keep in mind, you're trying to make it an emotional connection to the listener. Sometimes you have to hit them over the head with something that's very obvious that they'll understand. And that's when, to me, it's obvious to use something like a four-bar loop and be repetitious about it. For Shockley, it's all about your objective. And he has no issue with anyone trying to reach far and wide, even if that hasn't always been his objective. The stuff, what we're doing... I wanted to make an emotional connection to the creative cats. He said, when you're looping a four bar loop, you're trying to reach the masses. The masses will be like, Oh, I remember that. My mother played that for me when I was younger. You're targeting, targeting a wider audience. The stuff that we were doing was more sample bits, taking the smallest amount of the sample and reworking that with other samples to create that four bar montage. That to me is speaking to a smaller set of people people who are future producers, so to speak. So 
That was the mindset of the stuff that we were doing. I've heard and I've collected all the records from the past and the present, and I've looked at them and asked, what is everybody doing? What are they trying to get across? The surge in sampling. Heavy- hey, can I, can yeah, I stop yeah, you here for a yeah, second? Yeah, 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 yeah. Your voice is getting graining. I'm sorry. But yeah, no, yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. kidding. Um, I feel like in that same vein of what he's talking about, it's not like what you sample, it's just how you sample it. So even if you want to be lazy and do something that everybody's heard before, if you do it in a different way, we'll receive it better. But like, I feel like house music, like a good house DJ is really good at that. Oh yeah. Like maybe you've heard this one little part, this one loop before, but I never heard it like this. Right. You know what I mean? Never heard it in this kind of fashion. And I think, I like how you dropped that there. That That was very slick. That creativity is what you need. You know, like, Sure, like people might think they know what they're about to hear, but fucking flipping on them. Yeah, you flip you, flip you for real, flip you for real. It, 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 I like how you brought up house music there because it's a lot like hip hop sampling in that, in that way. You know a what DJing I mean? Like a motherfucker. It is, and you're and you're doing a similar thing too with those like those house product producers. They're doing little things like that too, where you go. Oh, I remember that. Or even, if, you know, some other EDM stuff like in the 90s, we would hear like oh. Inspector Gadget or like uh, the Tetris. And the raves, because you would hear it like in, in its infancy. You know, they just play a little little inkling of it. And you'd be and like, hey, what's like, that? Like, Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. And you then know, five minutes like, later, it kicks it in and you're back. like, oh, shit. Yeah. You done did it now. Now the ass is kicking in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now <laughs> then the place is blowing up like crazy. Like, was that a fairy? <laughs> no, like a real, like from the books. <laughs> Not homosexuals. They, um, they were all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Hey, like, um, live your life, bro. The surge in sample heavy hits uh, indicates that producers and artists are doing exactly what Shockley said, trying to reach a wider audience. Nostalgia for familiar songs plays a part in that too. According to Rashid, um, I don't think everyone's doing it necessarily to reach a wider audience. They might, um, let's say they're new, right? Boy, I'm, I'm going to disagree because the one thing that a new artist is going to want is exposure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, like, um, that might not be the thought of a producer going into it. Like, let's say um, you have, uh, who's the kid? Little Nas X, mm-hmm. right? He does the uh, Old Town Road right with, with exactly blew up right and that was like a like a 25 dollar thing off beat stars or something like that that he bought right um hey, good for him and I, haven't heard, and I haven't heard from him i haven't heard from him in a minute yeah, yeah. yeah um but you had that that was a big He's hit like i'm you, rich bitch yeah using that uh that was a billy ray cyrus mm-hmm. um using that and that was and then Billy Ray jumped on. And they were like, they both blew up. Let's from all it. make money. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a big thing. So maybe that isn't, uh, you know, the intention, and then it just happens. You know what I mean? You could have that just you. huge blow up. You know, um, and they might not. Even, they, and like, let's say if you're a young producer, you're like, oh, this sounds kind of interesting. Like I'm sampling for like you know first few times. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take something that I I know that's pretty obvious because that's just you know I'm not a digger by any means yet. You know what I mean? Um, stuff calling me that word i'm so sorry um, um but again like like we started this this conversation is it's just this been happening for so long 
and like as old as like time. I don't think I was young. I was I was old enough or mature enough to understand if at the time was that lazy sampling back then. Like I don't feel like it. I feel like things were still. Was the cup always broke? Oh boy, it's broke now. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like there was just more creativity because it was just so many different sounds. That even now, you know what I mean. We were talking about that um, uh, little brother show. Cool kids are gonna be there. Like mm. the the production on those cool kids shit is way different than a lot of shit that I listen to. And that's yeah. just, I, and I love it because it's you know it's its own type of sound. Yeah, a little bit of gold, Motorola pager, fresh haircut. Clean shave with the razor. Oh, um, you know, kids and my producers are discovering music that may not be old, but they're flipping records that were pretty big, but novelty type of records. It's more of a nostalgia thing for the audience, he said. Drill artists who make hardcore gangster. Yeah, fuck drill. all that nostalgia thing. These little kids are walking around with t-shirts of like. Old bands and rappers, <laughs> they don't even know who they are, all right? This this isn't cool. It's not cool to wear shit that you don't know, all well, right? Back in the day, we would call you a poser. Listen, this friggin' kid at his school, we were talking about it, me and this gym teacher, and this kid was walking by that had a Guns N' Roses t-shirt, and the guy was like, hey, what's the, uh, what's the lead singer to that band there? And the kid was just like, eh, puzzled, like, like kind of straining what his band? brain. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with Axl Rose. And the kid's like, uh, uh, I don't know. I go, he goes, give you another hint. It sounds like Axl Rose. <laughs> and they just didn't get it. It was just like, all right, get at it. So, like, posers. Yeah. Can't have it. No. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, Continue. Yeah. Um Nostalgia for things in the audience, he said. Drill artists who make hardcore gangster-leaning drill records will sample something that the parents like and that expands the audience to a radio audience. There's an uptick because of how quick and easy it can work to a mainstream audience. Uh, Derek Arrow, senior vice president. But it's whack if they don't know the original things, if they don't get why the sample is a good sample. Right, right. That's why it's whack. And that can that can lead to other problems. Yeah, uh, Derek Arrow, uh, senior vice president of A and R for RCA Records, second into this. Yeah, there's an uptick in sampling simply because the creativity community is trying to get fans to feel something familiar, but also new and fresh at the same time. He said, "Everything happens in waves, and right now the wave is grabbing old material and flipping it. So often, hip hop's past is shared like a history lesson. The rap social studies approach treats artists." Um, albums and songs of yesteryear like simple historical signposts that younger artists are lectured about rather than great music that can actually inspire them but the greatest benefit in sampling whether lazy or not has always been the way it connects music of the past to current tastes and formats of the present there the, there's the magic of sampling goldstein said it's always cycles when i was young it was always amazing to me that the stuff that Dr. Dre sampled is the stuff that he grew up on. He grew up on that music. And with every generation, it's like that. You're creating music and your inspiration is usually the stuff that you grew up on. That's life for me. The early 2000s. That's my shit. Uh, that was Stereo Williams. Uh, a good article. 
I thought. Um, he didn't answer his own question, um, <laughs> which I thought was kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to ask a question, and then you don't answer it at all. You know, like. It was rhetorical, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, it. So the question, the question, hip, has hip hop uh, sampling gotten lazy? No, it hasn't. It's like you said, it's a tale as old as time. You know, you, you're gonna if you're gonna sample something and people think it's fresh. You made a great example of MC Hammer. You hear Hammer, and you go, "Oh shit, that's that fucking Rick James shit." You know what I mean? Like that's Off jump. That, you're like, "Oh, that's dope." Oh, that sounds Off really jump. good. You're like, "I know that's Rick James, but this sounds really nice." Or you also mentioned, you know, Vanilla Ice. You hear that, ding, 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 ding. And you're like, oh, that's that David Bowie and fucking um, that other cat. And the Queen Cat. And all of a sudden, you're like, stop, collaborate, and listen. And you're like, oh, It's not the same, though. Not the same. goes, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and mine goes, ding, 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 ding. And so you have that, and it's like, oh, shit. Like you get sucked in and then you're like, oh, hit him with it. Uh, Nicki Minaj had one a couple years ago. My Anaconda, my mm-hmm. Andy, she did the baby got back. You know, people could have thought, thought that was lazy, you know, but, but I don't think it was a slapper though. Yeah. But then people are, just, they don't know that that is not an original production right there. You just straight up stole it. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. It's not even like yeah, all you my flipped look, it. Can I stop you right there? Go ahead, stop me. Somebody stop me. All right, now think back, right? It's 1990. I was there. You were there, all right? Papa Sims, right, is in the place, government. He's there. He hears you playing Hammer. He's saying the probably the exact same thing that you're saying right now. Yeah, more than likely. But. Right around the same time. <laughs> like probably the exact same thing. I think everybody in my family was saying the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, well like this is just Well Oh, this they say nothing but do like, they they cause like they would source, they would like quote who what who like, oh I know exactly. this record. This is That's James Brown. That this is fucking, you know, But like they got the receipts, you know what I mean? They could tell you. I was like, I bought this record down. But see, that's the same thing, because you're like, they don't even know that this is freaking, you know I'm repeating the cycle. You are. You are. It's great. The fucking snake is fucking eating his tail like a monster. Is it a horror right now? This is what happens when you get old. I feel like I'm in an episode of Dark right now. Yeah, it's fucked. You this is up. wild, dude. I'm in fucking a- sick mundus. What's that? Um, what's that other one? The um, Shit. Black Mirror. You know what I mean? Like Black Mirror. That was the most vague thing. There was fucking 27 episodes of Black Mirror. That's right. It could go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking dude. Um, <laughs> you know, but. Even with the like the lazy samples they were talking about, like, oh, the four bar thing might be a lazy sample. But then eh. you, you look at someone like Rock Marciano. Yeah. Who has in, that who's innovated and killing the format and inspiring other people. And they're not using that, um, you know, they're not using that bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, they're also digging. They're not using. I granted, think- there are some things that, you, you know, you and I, who are very musically, you know, we hear a lot of snobby, stuff. yeah, oh. very snobby and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Inclined, uh, I don't yes. know. Uh, all of the above. All the we all, just love music. All the things, right? So we might hear a sample 
you know, that other people don't recognize. We go, oh, you know, yeah, oh, I shit, remember that's, that. the, uh, yeah, that's, I that's Michael when, McDonald, that's the MF Doom, or, yeah, oh, I, my I God. I remember that's Jedi that. Trick knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. See? So Can't I don't wait think, till we get a fellowship. Yeah, come on. I thought, I thought the, I think he should have answered the question better. Um. <laughs> I mean, he proposed the question. Yeah, he proposed the question. I don't think it's gotten lazy. I think once again, like, it, like it says in the article too, it's just people get that familiar familiarity. They hear something that 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 they 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 their parents probably played a bunch, and they go, ooh. I recognize that that's more my style, you mm-hmm. know, because people are doing the rapidy raps on it or whatever it might be, you know. Can I yes and you? Yeah. Can't stand you? Yes and I think it depends on the genre of music that you're listening to. Mm. What kind of hip hop? Because as you all know, hip hop is not a monolith. Not everything is just straight up hardcore gangster rap music. So therefore has to have hardcore gangster rap beats. Rap music is also like conscious rap. Rap music could also, you know, hood rap. I mean, rap music is all over the place. So the types of beats that you need for certain different niches of rap has to be different. So please just open up your minds. Open them up. Just do something different. We're here for it. Okay? Sorry. It's late at night and I'm tired. <laughs> We're very tired. We gotta get up early too. It's all good though, but like for real, like just don't be dirty under there. Don't be dirty under there. You got a stink box. You got a stink. <laughs> um let's play some uh, let's play another track and yeah, we'll we haven't played music in a while. No, um, let's let's play a couple. <laughs> Getting late, Johnny. I gotta. You could do that other uh, uh, little brother. We could do exactly some soul assassins. Do. Oh, have you heard yet? The oh, soul assassins. No, I didn't hear that yet. I gotta get up on it. LB. Wish me well or call me Ishmael. Croquettes and grits, nigga. This is that fish scale. This is that dispel. Rumor that we not active. My man said, Tate, come and get your plaque. And when I came and got it, saw our names was misspelled. Pulled out the parking lot and almost fishtail. Pulled out receipts to show my heart don't tell tales. Legends of the fall, I should be appalled, but that's par for the course. LB, we foot soldiers who won't march to the beat. Everybody's favorite, let's keep it discreet. Two sets of footprints laid out at the beach. Avoiding waves. Hear my dear, let's listen to Marvin, Marvin Gaye. Gaye on a gramophone playing Anna song just to say you're coming on to me and I want you horizontally pronto. So roll that frontal leaf like Tonto, Tonto. Yeah, that's Tonto me. You have the right to act irresponsibly. Shouts to the ruler, I'm always indebted. Made my first record on an okay computer because I saw where the radio was headed and still said fuck him like a nigga had a fetish and should have been vetted. Every one of y'all get some credit, fill two sets of books but we never saw a check what you need in life is it money or respect when you got power then you know you getting both the road less traveled then you know you getting close and if they bought your ass a chain that's your budget getting choked that's a note for me dog not willing to do something strange be at the mercy of others pulling the puppet strings i say it gladly i'm not milton bradley so stop playing on my fucking name 
A long way from when I weighed a buck and change Heavyweight shit We just make shit to shake all the competition up like Club Lane. What a fucking shame And another thing Wish me well or call me Simon To no one's surprise It's looking like we morphing in the Lord of the Flies I just wanna slice while maintaining my peace I don't need the whole pie Yo Wish me well or call me Ishmael I'm leaving here with something You can call me Denzel Everybody know it's LB, nigga LB, You know, it's wild Because it's a good before one. you got here I was just watching The Whale Yes With Brendan Fraser And Fra- at the beginning Fraser yeah, what 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 you said? Um, <laughs> and at the beginning of the movie, there's straight up like a a part where he is writing or reading an essay about Moby Dick. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm not even gonna ruin it for anybody. Just I haven't finished it yet, so I ain't gonna say nothing. Okay. But I recommend y'all give that a look. Um, I just rem- I just remember, dude. Prayers up for our man Crazy Ball. Oh man, that's what yeah that, that's up. what I'll play us out to. Uh, prayers up to Crazy Bone. He apparently um, is having some health issues right now. I'm so far away from the mic. Yeah, 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 get in there. Hold on, a you look second like the here. whale for real. I, you look like <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Fraser. Um, what is it? What is the medical condition that he has? He has something. I can't. Uh, I can't pronounce the name of it. My. Uh, let me see. If I can. I get think you. my tongue is swollen. Crazy by, bone. By the way, um, yes. we were talking all that sampling stuff. We were talking Coilery and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Isn't her daddy Benzino? Oh, he's. They. They got beef. Those two. Whatever. They, they, there's a whole. Yeah, her daddy Benzino. Oh, boy. Yeah. There is so much unpack there. Yeah. We gotta get. Into um, Crazy bone of Bone Thugs and Harmony is reportedly in the hospital fighting for his life. Um, according to inside sources, crazy checked himself into a Los Angeles area, um, hospital on Friday. Mm -hmm. Wow. People die there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) September 22nd, after he started coughing up large amounts of blood. That's not good. That is not good. Crazy suffers from sarcoidosis, an inflammatory disease in which the immune system overreacts causing groups of cells to form clusters of inflamed tissue called granulomas in one or more organs of the body. And then in this case, it was the lungs? I would assume so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. High tech and uh, the real tech now with the prayers up in the comment sections from allhiphop.com. Oh, man. Um, we hope he's okay. Um, That's the homie right there. You know, Jelani, you know, might have some things on deck for the the listening session. Well, now, uh, you know, you might have to go back. Now I have I have rejuvenated energy. I might have to do it tonight. <laughs> I might have to do two albums. You know, when I I when we got the word of this, you know, I had to come. I got to go back to the classic. You know, my my first uh, four foyer into uh, Bone Thugs. Which one was that? I heard them at the Boys and Girls Club. Downstairs, big screen TV on the MTVs. Mm-hmm. They had playing the Duggish Ruggish Bone. Duggish Ruggish Bone was on at the Boys and Girls Club? Duggish Ruggish Bone was wow. on at the Boys and Girls Club. So Good had, for you. I had to go pick up that 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 creeping on a come up. Love that album. Um, so I'm going to hit you with something off that. 
All right. We love y'all. This is the Hip Hop Heads podcast. Everybody take care of yourselves and take care of each other. That's All right. exactly that. You can check me out everywhere, Vega the Chosen and the Hip Hop Heads podcast at thecryptonline.com. We'll check you out. We'll peep you soon. Here's one for you, Jelani. I'm going to fucking crush you guys with my listening sesh. Oh, yeah. No surrender. My nigga just a nigga business. So can I get a witness? Can you dump up, 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 up? I'm to get this. Gotta get my shit and then you fucked up. Give up your bang. Niggas ain't talking about them signs. Thugs, wine, mine, mine. Swine with a good tag line. Come again now. They drop down. When I'm off the block, fuck them cops. Me and crazy. Better to the ball, your daily. Gotta get them up to the clock, clock. So I can turn me drugs and my tank. To the brain and stuff from mine. The slight thing. Won't live the dope guy. And it won't end ya. As long as my niggas remember. Never tend to get rid of no one in the cover to hit me a lick up, find me a victim to stick up, pick up, rolling the nap ball, slipping, that's why I'm a dripping, bloody victim, get him when the time calls, y'all, say 211, better thugging on these niggas, wells involved, fuck with the hoes, they come to popos, nigga, that bitch, they pick me, nigga, stop fleecing, get my creep on, bone, get gone, hit around tired, master gas and dash on, jump out of the hot, they move me, body, Put me on my knees, telling me moving, I'm dead. Cause I'm killing all your bitches, turning them blue suits red. And then I'm coming to that funeral road and shoot that bitch up. Because I know that's where your bitch is, it's bound to meet up. Cop killers all over that chest line, I know what to do with that best mind. 22 shots, I kill her, you don't wanna fuck with bone, nigga. And it really ain't shit to pull the trigger on a cop up. Cause if I go down, some of y'all going down, cause I'm going down, pop on some motherfucker. Let me catch a slipping nigga, bet I pop ya Judgment duck, some nigga just throw your pumps in the air. Now kill them, kill them, couple like you just don't care. And dig them, dig them, creeping, me peeping. Gotta watch them purple sleeping, put them in deeping. Gotta be keeping till I'm reaching. Gotta get mine every time. Just to be over in nine nine. So nigga get up as a crime. Gotta be more couples dying in the line. I'm fucking with thugs, when I be sticking my goods. So gotta go me and my nigga. When gonna rip them guts and they go red and blood. But it's check yourself next time you test and try to smoke a nigga. Bitch, remember me, kill them, and no surrender. Men no surrender, nigga. Men no surrender, men no surrender. Don't make me put one in ya. Men no surrender, don't make me put one in ya. Men no surrender.